Hello, this is Mike McDivitt, interim pastor of the New Hope Baptist Church here on September the 3rd. Man, it is hard to believe. I had a hard time even saying that. It's hard to believe it's already that time, isn't it? But today, if you would, turn with me to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. And we'll have a word of prayer. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day you've given us, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you will help us as we read through your word, that you will do what I cannot do. And help us, Lord, just to um, receive a blessing from the throne on high today. And ask these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Last week was God's promises, right? Well, it's kind of related, but I wanted to preach about God. Just a simple word, name, God. Who is this God? I think sometimes we get a misnomer on who he is, or we kind of put it in a light that it really isn't. But here, in this very first verse, he is the creator. We have a lot of people who would dispute that today. We have people that claim that uh, there's evolution, that there is no God. Well, I'm here to tell you today there is a God in heaven. And that's a fact. And he's the creator. And every human being on this earth is going to answer to him one day beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord, right? Most of our world does not fear him. Because the devil did what he set out to do long time ago and lie about the Lord. There was a lot of different lies. Deceiving Eve on God didn't say what he said. And he still does that today, doesn't he? To today, where he's ultimately convinced so many there is no God. Or another God. My friend, there's only one God, and that's the God of the Bible. And he is the creator of the universe. Let's look in Deuteronomy chapter 10. Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 17. It says, For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons, nor taketh reward. He's the Lord of Lord, God of God. His, there is no other God but him. You know, I heard one time a dictator in Africa, northern Africa. And he came to this country in America and he claimed to be king of kings. That's what his representative said. I remember that. Guess what? He was not. He was not. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, God Almighty on the throne, is the only God that there is, the Creator God. And the one thing that people really need to come to grips with 
is they need to get right with that God. You know, they try to box him in or try to erase him. They, they take millions of years and they say, well, that's how we can erase him. Well, you're not going to erase the Lord. Not with time, not with repetitive uh, dismissals of who he is. In fact, God lives outside of time. Let's look in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 8. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 8. This God that they've tried to erase through this terrible heresy of, of uh, evolution. 2 Peter 3, 8. It says, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. The one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. And a thousand years is one day. Some people take that and they'll misconstrue different verses in the Bible with it. Simply, he lives outside of time. He looks down from heaven, living outside of time. He, he, he created time for his creation, is what he did. So you're not going to erase him with time. Oh, it's millions of years. No, no it isn't. No it isn't. Well, how in the world could there be this and that and the universe and then the earth? He made an adult man, my friend. He made an adult zebra. He made an adult tree. He certainly could make an adult earth. An adult universe, if you want to put it in those terms. A mature one. He can do whatever he wants to do. He's God. He spoke it into existence. Say, you take it too literal. Well, my friend, if you're not going to take the Bible literal, then you might as well just dismiss it. And some people say, well, I heard somebody say on the, the internet today, you know, well, some people, when you say that, they'll think when he says, I'm the door, he's the door. Now, come on, come on. You know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, yes, there really was a Noah. Yes, there really was an Adam and Eve. Yes, there really was a David, King David. Yes, there really was a Job. And yes, in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ and in Thessalonians and Corinthians, talking about the rapture and his soon coming, it is real. You can take that to the bank. So God, the creator of the universe, he's the God of God and the Lord of Lords. He lives outside of our time. Psalm chapter 24. Psalm, going back to the Old Testament. Psalm chapter 24. And verse 1. Well, we could read 1 through 10. Let's see. 24, 1 through 10. Well, we'll read 1 and 10. You can read through it if you'd like. It says, verse 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Let's go to 10. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. In these couple verses, talking about him being the King of glory. And talking about the good Lord as the owner of the earth. 
says the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. He has the deed, my friend. He's the creator. I think sometimes we dismiss and who he really is. He, God Almighty, created all these things, including you. Say I was born to my mom, my mother, or my mother and father. Well, true, but he put the life in you. He put the breath of life in Adam, and life is distributed through Adam's creation through who? God. He said he knew you before the world began. He said he knew you in your mother's womb. He's God. Try to get a grasp on that. People dismiss that. Because when he made his creation, he made it in a certain way. The creator. The Lord of Lords. The King of Kings. The one who owns this earth. In fact, in Genesis chapter 1, in verse 26, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image. Or people say, What does he mean by us? I heard everybody say from a prior creation to, to the angels. No, 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 no. Remember the Trinity? When Adam walked with God through the garden, he walked with God. I think he walked with all of them. He made us to uh, walk with him, to be with him, to fellowship with him. Did he not? And so he created, he said, create, let, let's reread that so I don't get it wrong. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon it. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them what came first the chicken or the egg the chicken about man amoeba amoeba some little some little soup that that just uh, created a bacteria that somehow later on millions of millions of years from then came became a man no no that's foolishness intelligent design everything points to it but well, I, have, I have faith. But it's great to have the science back us up. And it is more every year. But God created the heavens and the earth. He created you and I in his image. If you're a human, right? We are not animals. If I hear one more scientist or teacher say that we are animals, I'm going to get sick. We are not animals. We are man. God created us in his image. Yes, he did. He created this world. He created the, the animal life and the plant life. The ability of this world to have an atmosphere. He created you. So many things within your human body that there's no way one could evolve without the other. There's no way. They don't want to face that because they know if they have, if they don't face that, if they just 
show what the proof points towards God, then they have to admit that they're going to answer to him one day. But I've got news for them. Whether they want to admit that or not, they're going to. Because either they're going to pay for their sins in hell, or they will bend the knee, believe in God, ask them in their heart and life as their Lord and Savior, forgive them of their sins, come into their lives, and let Him pay for their sins. Or they're going to be stiff-necked people, believe in their theories and whatever else, and pay for their own sins. Sad, isn't it? God so loved the world, He loved them too. But many, many more are going to go that way than not. How sad. So this God that is creator of the universe, that's the Lord of Lords and God of Gods, this one who lives outside of time, this one who owns the earth, this one who made us in his image, hmm. this is God. Job. 37.5 Let's go to Job 37.5 Just before Psalms Job 37.5 It's a big book, isn't it? And it says And God thundered marvelously with his voice Great things doth he Which, what? We cannot comprehend which we cannot comprehend there's another verse that my mom used to tell me about this particular thought Deuteronomy Deuteronomy chapter 29 Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29, the secret things belong unto the Lord, our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the world, excuse me, the words of the law. Secret things belong unto the Lord. Hmm. Something as big as God, something as big as God. You're not going to fully comprehend. But you can't comprehend salvation, my friend. Can't you? That we had just discussed. You can comprehend what we have just read here. He is the creator. Do your own homework. You'll see what I mean. This God that lives outside of time, that's the Lord of Lords and God of Gods, this one who made us in his image, that owns the world. Some things we just don't understand. I believe in the Trinity. I don't understand it. I believe you're chosen, yet you have free choice. I believe it. I don't understand that. I believe God loves me. I just don't understand why. But with his help, I believe. And I have faith in this God. I think sometimes 
when people all these years have called him the man upstairs. They have diminished his place in our homes and our churches and our schools and our country. And then we wonder what in the world happened. Now picture this. This God that lives outside of time, that owns it all, and King of Kings, and of Lord of Lords. Let's look in Matthew 20. Matthew chapter 20. And verse 28. Matthew 20, verse 28. It says, Even the Son of Man came not to minister unto, but to minister and to give his life a ramps. And this one who is God, is God's Son, part of the Trinity, humbled himself, come to die for us. Why would he do such a thing? It goes down to, for God so loved the world. This God that could just speak a word or think a thought and erase everything that you've ever seen wouldn't do that. Why? One, he loves you. Two, he promised so many things. Went through some of them last week, didn't we? But he promised he preserved. He preserved Israel, preserved the church, didn't he? What a God. He humbled himself and he served humanity by dying for our sins. That means you and me. Isn't that something? We won't turn there because we're running out of time. Galatians 2.20 Christ loved us and lived, lives in us and gave himself for us. He loves you. Psalm 147.3 talks about that he heals the brokenhearted. Man, he loves you. Philippians 4.13 talks about we can do all things through him. Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good and the love of God for them that are called according to his purpose. Wow. We're not agnostics, are we, my friend? Where they believe if there is a God, we might believe in him, but he doesn't have anything to do with us. Yes, he does. He directly interferes in your life. If you're not a Christian, to tell you about him through his people. If you're a Christian, to make you a better one. You're his child now. His son paid the price. He did whatever he could to save your soul. Now sometimes he has to be harsh on you maybe. Or interfere in your life to save your life, your Christian life. Your spiritual walk. Why? Because just like when he saved you, he loves you. He loves you. And he wants to uh, bring you close to him and to fellowship with you. I know I've said it a million times, but I, I tell my grandkids all the time, remember to spend some time with the Lord today. I tell my kids... Remember to spend some time with the Lord today. I'm telling you, my friends, 
you're saved. Remember to spend some time with this God that created everything, that gave his life for you, that owns it all, that lives outside of time, yet parts the veil and interferes in your life through it to help you. Isn't that something? And for you that aren't saved, I tell you what, this God that is your creator wants to save your soul. If you would just ask him in your heart and life as your Lord and Savior, believing he is God, repent of your sins and ask him in your heart and life. And repent, return from those sins to him. That simple verse. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, another one says, and thou shalt be saved. Please, consider. Because like we said previously, either you're going to pay for your sins in hell if you're not saved, or you will let Jesus have paid those that price for them on the cross. Sprinkled his blood on the real mercy seat. Well, my friends, I hope those few verses, we didn't even get them all, but will help us to contemplate on this big subject, God. Please consider. Let's have a word of prayer, dear Father. I just thank you for the stay you've given us and the honor and the privilege to come before your throne, Lord. I pray, Father, you will help us to fellowship with you, to spend time with you like it was supposed to be, to witness to some poor lost soul this week, Lord. We love you, Lord. And ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope you have a good Sunday tomorrow. It's very late, Saturday night. A lot to do today, still didn't get it done. But, please, please witness to some poor lost soul if you're saved out there. And if you're not, please consider asking me in your heart and life as your Lord and Savior. You have a great day tomorrow, my friends. I hope you get to church. Spend some time with the Lord. God loves you. God bless you.